life to start anew You'll find out some things to be true Like you are stronger than you once knew I'm Lenora Calaruso. Has your journey towards health and wellness been a rocky road? Mine sure was. Plus, I have a busy life as a mother of five, a grandmother of two, an RN, a personal trainer, Reiki master, and a nutritional counselor. Whew! How do I fit it all in? Well, it's balance. Think, you know, Goldilocks and the three bears. Not too much of something and not too little. Just right. My podcast is designed to inspire you towards that next step of achieving and maintaining everlasting health and wellness. Welcome to It's a New Dawn for You. Pack up your life to start anew. You'll find out some things to be true. It's a New Dawn for You, which is the name of my business and podcast, came to me while meditating. My sister-in-law Dawn had died a couple of years before, and to say I was close to her is an understatement. She was my best friend, my confidant, pretty much my everything. The meaning of the name is my firm belief that there is always a new day, a new beginning to try again. And I felt it was Dawn giving me a message loud and clear that the name was perfect. Hello. Um, I would like to do a podcast to bring awareness to strokes in light of what happened to Luke Perry. Uh, Today's guest is someone that I've worked with through getting my yin yoga certification When I met Leslie, I admired all that she did and how she was interested in health and nutrition like I am. She looked the picture of health in every way. Unfortunately, one day when I was expecting to meet up to have one of our classes, I got an upsetting call saying that she had had a stroke. I am grateful that Leslie is still with us and honored to have her join me here today to talk about events leading up to the stroke and how she is doing in life since it happened about a year ago. Leslie Hadley is a yoga teacher who teaches many styles of yoga. One of her favorite things is to mentor people to become yoga teachers. She has written and directs teacher trainings to include 200-hour initial training, prenatal training, kids yoga training, yoga training to teach seniors, as well as yin and restorative training. She is a transformation teacher and EFT coach, which she uses when she teaches people how to transform their lives. Leslie is also a Reiki master. She is still living her passion and teaching and coaching. And I'd like to welcome Leslie. So welcome, Leslie. Thank you. And uh, I'm really honored to have you here, not with me live, but I'm very honored to have you on the phone with me right now. Um, Thank you. So I'd like to start with... um, well, prior to the stroke, um, I know you had a very healthy lifestyle and was eating very clean all the way around. So how did the stroke even occur? Okay, my whole life, I basically ate really healthy. But over the last eight years, I was gluten-free, dairy-free, 
I ate a lot of fruits, vegetables. I exercised every single day. And then one day I was taking an exercise class. I didn't realize that I had high blood pressure and um, I had a stroke during the class. Wow. The craziest thing was I felt so good, you know, leading up to it. I was like in the best shape of my life. And I was, you know, I just stroked out and I, even the doctors were surprised. Mm-hmm. And so even if you, like my advice is even if you feel good, you should always get your pressure checked out, you know, go to the doctor and, you know, there's both ways. You can be alternative and you can also be traditional. But make sure you get your check yourself checked out. Mm-hmm. Like integrate both traditional yeah, and holistic. Blood pressure is silent killer. Right. For sure. Yeah. So were there any, like, signs or symptoms of the stroke before it occurred? Give us, give us the whole scenario. Tell me exactly what happened. Normally when... People have strokes and things um, ahead of time. They usually don't feel well. Um, sometimes they have irregular heartbeats. They're tired, confused, headaches, shortness of breath. I didn't have one of those symptoms. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I had a hemorrhagic stroke, so I had a brain bleed. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm very lucky because... It didn't affect my speech. It didn't affect my thinking. As you know, I wrote the yin training while I was in rehab. So, you know, I've been able to do so many things. And, you know, that day I was really happy. My daughter found out she was pregnant and she had just hit the 12 week mark. And I was able to tell people, so I was so happy. And then all of a sudden, you know, when I had the stroke, I sat down on the floor and I started losing feeling in my leg. That's how it started? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and today my whole left side is affected. So you were in a regular, like, exercise class or were you in a... Yeah, I was in a bar class. A bar class. Yeah. Okay. And then have you were you just starting the class or was it in the middle of we class? We were about 15 minutes into the class. And while I was at the bar, I felt like this weird wave of energy go across my chest. And so, of course, I ignored it. So, But it happened like two minutes later. And that's when I, I just sat down on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like what happened from there? From there, um, the owner of the studio is also a RN. So she took one look at me. She goes, I'm calling the ambulance. Mm -hmm. And um, when the ambulance came, it was like 10 minutes later. And I was really lucky because a few of my yoga girlfriends were in the class. And they're also yoga teachers. And they were able to sit with me while I waited but the one thing that really saved me was when the ambulance got there, they were able to put the IV in right away. Mm-hmm. So they started giving me what I needed to, you know, make sure I was going to stay alive. Right, right. And um, as soon as I got into the hospital, they did a CAT, CAT scan. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I, so. you know, it's it's funny. You know, I'm an not funny, but I'm an RN, and you know, um, don't think too much about strokes. I mean, it was like, like I said, it was very surprising to hear that you had one. Um, but then, seriously, when this whole Luke Perry thing, I know he was so young, you know, 52, yeah. and seemed like the picture of health also. And I did have another guest scheduled, and I, I said this would, you know, I really wanted to talk to you and make, you know, bring awareness that, you know, you can be at a good weight, you can look the picture of health, and... You just never know. So that's really my goal is to what, like what physical wake up calls have you had and like anything have you realized since the stroke? Well, the wake up call, it's really interesting. Like everybody has a different um, affliction, I guess you could say with the stroke. So for me, it's mostly the physical wake up call because I was very physical and, you know, like the night before, a friend of mine said, wow, you have a beautiful yoga practice. And like 1030 the next morning, I'm at Capital Health. I'm in the hospital. Yeah. So everything that is familiar is gone. All the familiar movements and things like that. I'm really lucky that I've been teaching yoga for 20 years and I have those tools to draw on. Mm-hmm. Um, because like after the stroke, it was like, there was no sensation in my whole left side. Mm -hmm. Do you remember your first thought about what, how you thought, like when you, when you couldn't feel your whole left side, I'm just, I'm just saying with the whole physical thing, I'm such a physical person. So yeah, you could understand. Right. And I, I, I just, I've talked about this often with people. Like if I couldn't do what I do. I don't know. That's why I admire you so much is that you've really come back and worked so hard at moving and doing what you do mm-hmm. and um, really admire you. And you. Um, but that must have been that must have been really crazy not to be able to get up out of bed or I'm I, I'm thinking not being able to go to the bathroom, not being able to go do anything. So. Yeah, when I was in the hospital, they don't let you out of bed anyway. Right, but... So, it was just like everything familiar was gone, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. The yoga practice, because my left side is, you know, affected. Mm-hmm. So, the yoga practice is different for me now. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? The one thing I could say is it brought me to the other limbs of yoga. Right. Where... I did a lot of meditation and a lot of breath work and things like that. Um, And I'm thankful that I have those tools. But when the doctor said to me, "Uh, can you feel this? Can you feel that? I was like, no. Mm. At one point, he wasn't even touching me. Mm. But I didn't know because he had my eyes closed. Right. And I wouldn't, you know, if you don't feel anything, even today, like when... I was at church the other day and somebody was next to me and basically just let go, but put their arm around the other side, my left side. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was going to fall. The person said, she can't feel my hand. Wow. Yeah. 
So even though, like now, I can walk, I could stretch and do different things, I still don't have complete feeling in my left arm. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, it's very different. And you become and, grateful for oh, different things, you know. It's like, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you just have a whole new, new, uh, what's the word? Well, you have a new feeling respect. for life. Like, yeah, you just you just are so grateful for even the little little things, you know. Yeah, it was like things that you take for granted every day, right? Are very different now. Mm-hmm. Like things that you take for granted, like your yoga practice if you do yoga, yeah. Or even walking, I had to relearn how to walk. And driving, you're just driving. Yeah, like learning now. How to draw it. Like, I just passed my road test. I know. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's great. Yeah, the car has to be modified, but yeah, I passed the road test. But it's little things that you don't even think about, you know? It's like, okay, am I going to be able to stand at the counter and brush my teeth, or I have to sit in this wheelchair that I'm so tired of? You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, opening a jar, my daughter got me for Christmas a jar opener that you stick under your counter I mean it's just little things yeah I can so imagine. it's just you know rewire the brain keep doing the tests and keep it you know keep going over and over it every day right you've come so far though <laughs> um thank you yes because I you know yeah been with you this whole year <laughs> you I know. know I love it um yeah have have you, you know, one go ahead. one of the things that really helped is I did join the gym mm-hmm. this you know physical body is really important but mm-hmm. it was also for my mental state mm-hmm. so you know teaching, movement is yeah. important no matter how little you do you know movement of the body is so incredibly important so yeah um, have you explored the emotional reasons behind the stroke? I'm big on the emotional body. Like I feel like it's huge. Um, so what, what do you feel? Have, like, have you explored that? Um, yeah, of course. As a transformational life coach. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. okay. So I think at that point I was doing teacher training teaching almost like 25 or 30 classes a week. You know, I was in a new relationship. So, you know, new relationships, you don't get a whole lot of sleep. (laughs) And I I really think that lack of sleep was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Plus, what I was evaluating the other day was I had a really bad toothache. And I was taking a certain product, which I don't want to mention, but I was taking a product over the counter at the drugstore. And I was taking this product like every three to four hours. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to somebody after the stroke and she said, yeah, that might have contributed to it because it was also the stress of the toothache. It really was terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as as a healer and a yoga teacher, transmissional coach, you know, we take care of everybody else. And then, you know, because I was exercising and doing yoga and doing eating healthy, 
I was like, I had this down pat. Everything was cool. I was feeling great. Uh-huh. But, you know, and when I coach, I teach people about self-love and self-care. And by running crazy and no sleep, not a lot of sleep and, you know, just kept going. Right. And it this was, is like the yeah. theme of the day of people doing and especially women doing, doing, doing and not making time for themselves. And, and in the end, you know, we pay for it. So, Absolutely. yeah. So you have to make you a priority. So emotionally, I keep saying to myself, okay, so why did I have this? What do I have to learn from this? You know, how am I going to grow? And the most important, how can I help other people? Right. Which is why I'm here with you today. Mm, which is why I'm really glad you're here with me today. So. <laughs> I'm really glad I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how we met, but I won't go into that right now. Maybe another podcast, but our energy is just meshed. Right, Leslie? Yeah. Very much. Yes. It's funny how that works. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so what changes have you made in your life on a daily basis uh, since the um, stroke? Okay, people that have strokes, just in case people don't realize, after a stroke, you're exhausted. You know, so I was doing like PT and OT every day for like three hours, and I would come back to the room. I was like exhausted. To read a page in a book was tiring. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned is rest when you need to. Don't work seven days a week like I was. Now I'm taking off Sundays most of the time. I actually go to church. Um, another thing that I also learned spiritually is that I really need to be in church. You know, I need to go to church, hang with God for a while, even though I chat with God every day. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, nice to be with other people and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I think what God is teaching me right now is how to slow down, have patience in my healing. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen, so be grateful. You know, I'm grateful I'm here. I have, I got to see my grandchild. I get to hold her, you know. So it's so much gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, after the stroke, you, you have no idea what's going on. So you figure, oh, I'll be healed in about three weeks. Sure. I'll have the feeling back. My life will return. So it's just really now listening to myself, listening to my intuition, be patient, which is very hard, and see what I have to learn and how I can share this with others. I love it. Love it. Um, so you did talk about this a little bit, but how, how do you keep yourself moving forward in spite of the physical challenges the stroke has brought to you? And, and is there anybody, is there a who or a what to your guiding light? And who is well, your guiding light? Who or what is your guiding light? Do you have I, a guiding light? 
yes, God is the guiding light for me. But um, I have a lot of people that come to visit, so that's good. But one thing I learned is surrender to the process. Don't be attached to it. Um, grow from it. And one of the things I didn't mention, it's like, for me, my body is split right down the middle. One side is more numb and the other side is like it was. So I feel like I don't need to mourn the past, but stay in the present and just keep going. I'm very determined and I have to, you know, I read a lot about what happened and I read a lot of inspirational books and things like that. And Do you have any tell, that you'd recommend? Um, there's a few stroke books out there that I really like, but I really like um, Joel Osteen's book, The Power of I Am. Okay. So it's like releasing the negative thoughts and um, bringing yourself into the present and staying positive because the words I am are very strong. Mm-hmm. So doing For that. For whatever and, you put after them creates your yeah. reality. Exactly. <laughs> you and the other thing I tell everybody is celebrate each milestone. You know, like the day I got down on the floor on my yoga mat, that's a milestone. Um, yesterday, I was teaching a prenatal class over at Capital Health, and I walked with the cane, but I walked into Capital Health all the way down the conference room, taught my class, walked all the way back to the parking lot. Yahoo, that's awesome. Yeah, so again, every step is a celebration. And every step is be grateful. You're here. Mm -hmm. I love it. You can help other people, you know. I love it. Um, so yoga, obviously, probably is a huge part of um, your life, obviously. But how, yeah. does, how does yoga fit in with any changes you've made? Well, right now, yoga is a very big key to my healing um, because it's basically balancing the brain and what I do on the right side I do on the left side and the left side is my learning side my affected side mm -hmm. but it's also I got back to my meditation practice which is stronger than ever mm -hmm. I totally believe in the breath work mm -hmm. so those are the things that I've changed in the practice. And I always tell my students, every time you get on the mat, you're a beginner. Every time I get on the mat, I'm super beginner. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. I was able to do warrior two without holding on to anything the other day. So celebration. But the breath is so important. Mm hmm. So what, what's the type of yoga you do now? Is there a specific type and specific type of meditation you do? Or... Um, as far as the yoga, I 
do a lot of yin because I really need the stretch, you know, and the hold in the poses. Hey, I know a um, really good yoga, yin yoga teacher. You do? <laughs> I I trained her. <laughs> her name is Leslie Hadley. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> but, it's so cute. Um, what I do like a regular class more on the gentle side like I can't do down dog yet that's a goal uh -huh. but um, meditation it's a lot of just doing affirmations in my head and just quieting my brain do you do a formal no. seated, seated meditation? Do you do, what kind do you do? Um, I do a formal seated. Mm -hmm. At night, I do one laying in the bed mm -hmm. and hope I don't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know how that goes. Yep. Um, meditation, I listen to a lot of like brain healing music which brings you into a state of meditation. Mm -hmm. There's some really good um, music on, like, YouTube that I do listen to. Mm -hmm. And I do that at night. Um, so when I look at meditation, because they say it heals the brain, I also look at it as healing my soul. Oh, yeah. So, you know, between yoga and I also do Feldenkrais, which is very small movements, and um, also the same, doing the right and the left side of the body. So that's also been very healing for me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so look at look at yoga as um, a combination of physical, emotional, spiritual, mm -hmm. right? And then you look at your meditation practice. Balancing the brain, quieting your mind, things like that. So it's just taking everything that I know and everything I've taught everybody else <laughs> to honor myself, honor my body without judgment, basically. Always honor your body. Always, always, always. Um, I know you're writing a book. So, yeah. So you, can you share about the book you're writing? Sure. Okay. I'm writing, actually writing two books. The first book is called Reclaim Your Life, which is, you know, part of my experience because I've gone through, like, divorce, raising a child on my own, you know, so every time I had to reclaim my life. And then after the stroke, same thing. But that's also part of my transformational teaching is helping people reclaim their life. Mm -hmm. So I based that book on... The Yamas and Niyamas of yoga, which mm -hmm. is part of the eight paths. And I talk about, you know, like different aspects of being honest with yourself, being truthful, um, don't harm yourself, how are you going to study yourself. So uh, that's the first book. And then the second book is This Yogini Had a Stroke which I'm really excited. It, that one's taken a little longer mm -hmm. because I have to live the last year. Mm -hmm. So that's taken a little while. But um, it's a good way for me to share my journey and to bring the books that are written from my heart with lots of love, passion, and compassion. 
Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Love it. So I'm hoping that Reclaim should hopefully be out in June, and the other one I would say by the end of the year. That would be great. That's awesome. I can't wait to read it. Read both yeah. of them. Um, so you've made incredible strides forward in your healing. Um, how do you see yourself helping others who have had strokes? I think this is part of my journey is to share what I do and how I've gotten as far as I have. Um, everything that I've done is so, for so long is teaching and coaching. So for me to help people that had strokes or even their caregivers is something that I plan on doing. You know, there's so many people that are stroke survivors and I belong to a lot of um, support groups and they're very sad and they're very overwhelmed. So my goal is to help people emotionally heal as well as physically. I love you know, that. I also them. love how you talk about the caregivers too. Yeah, it's yeah. really important. Yeah. They work really hard. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody can't get dressed by themselves, these people are there to help them. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And, you know, like every stage of it, you know, and when you go through a stroke, especially in the beginning, I'm not like this now, but when in the beginning, it's like you're so sad and you're so emotional. And I don't know one stroke person that has not gone through like these crying things like all the time. Mm -hmm. So for me to be there and just let them know this is okay, it's normal, it's going to, um, you know, I can help, you know, I'll, I'll even just listen, you know. It, the idea is just to give them the help and help them heal. I love that. I love it. Leslie, uh, thank you so much for sharing with me. Um, and the audience, um, at the end of every podcast, I, myself, myself and my guest, I would like to share an item or something they do. Uh, it could be food. It could be something they do, um, an item that makes a difference in their lives. Um, mm -hmm. it could be positive, but also if it's something you might've tried and it didn't work for you anymore, um, <laughs> that's perfectly fine to share also. So I'm going to go first. Um, okay. Mine is called Soleil, and it is um, Himalayan salt, Soleil. That's what it's called, S-O-L-E. Um, I think it's spelled the same as a soul on a foot, but I don't know. Um, and I've started using this probably, I want to say, seven years ago and realized I wasn't getting minerals from my water because mm. a lot of people have filtered water and the minerals are not in the water. So you're not getting them. And I, did, I don't know how I came upon this. This is not some kind of newfangled thing. This has been around forever. And I buy Himalaya salt stones from Amazon and I researched, and I have the name of it here, Natural Health. What is it called? Natural, I'll put it in the show notes. 
after this podcast. But there is one that I really like. Um, but just do your research on the crystals. But they're, they come in stones, and you would put them in a mason jar. You'd fill the bottom portion about a quarter of a way up, and then you fill the rest of it with, I use Fiji water. Um, I've researched that water. It's, it's good water. I don't. I dr- researched it too. Yeah. Oh, I use natural. Yeah. It's called natural health international. Good. Thank so, you. Yeah. So then you would fill the rest with the water. Um, and when the, um, salt is dissolves in the water, it results in a concentrated electrically charged matrix of 84 trace minerals in the salt. So these minerals you probably are missing anyway, just because our food is so devoid of anything <laughs> in, in the mm-hmm. United States, especially. Um, and a few of the benefits are just that it balances your pH. Um, it just balances blood sugar. It um, supports weight loss by balancing hormones and improving energy. It supports the thyroid and adrenal function. So basically you also don't want to, um, you want to use a plastic spoon. Like I use a teaspoon of the concoction with a glass of water in the morning and start up and drink it. And yeah, it's a little bit salty, but it gets me going for the whole day. Um, and you don't want to use metal. Uh, you don't want to use metal. You want to use plastic. Um, so salt when mixed with water will oxidize metals. So you don't want to do that. You want to use, you know, you want to, you want to use, you don't want to use a metal spoon. You don't want to use a metal uh, lid. And you can definitely get the plastic lids very easily for the mason jars. So I, I use a smaller mason jars. I don't use, I don't use the big 32 ounce. It's like a, I want to say a 16 ounce. And you never run out of it. So I've never replaced it. I just keep replacing the mineral, the, the crystals as they dissolve and just refill the water. So you, you never replace the jar. I've had it, I swear, for seven years. So it's, you know, I just keep replacing them and um, it's energizing. It's, you can research it yourself. It's um, all over YouTube. Uh, it's all over the Google. So if you just type in S-O-L-E water, um, you'll find more information about it. But I do believe in it 100%. It's wonderful. So that's what I use. So do you have anything you'd like to share? Sure. Um, There's two things that I can't do without. One is since the stroke, I found out that most people, I'm I'm also a health coach. I've gone through nutrition school. But one of the things that people are deficient in is magnesium. And I have to do my magnesium every day. Mm-hmm. So I think it kind of goes along with your water. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that water has the magnesium in it. So it, it's, yeah. yeah. So just research that. But yeah, definitely magnesium. Okay. Well, you know, I love research. Mm-hmm. So. The other thing I can't, that I highly recommend is journaling. Mm. Love it. I can't be without my notebook every day. Mm-hmm. I have to have it. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the morning, I journal on, like, what my day is going to be like and where, you know, I want 
I want to go with my life and my healing and, you know, and just not really a to-do list. But I also do um, something that I learned when I was in nutrition. We had um, Julie Cameron on and she, The Artist's Way. And every day you get up and you journal three pages without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And just let it go. Because what it does is it sets your whole day, and if there's things that were bothering you when you went to bed at night, that was a way to get it off your chest without even really thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So I love that. I love that book. And um, I journal at night um, at least five gratitudes every night. Mm -hmm. That's a minimum. So, yeah, I can't be without my notebook. I love that. I'm a big gratitude kind of person. Big gratitude kind of person. Yeah. I think if you ask any of my kids, and I'm grateful any five of them, it would be, oh. what's mommy doing? Mommy does gratefuls every night. So go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted you. What did you say? No, I was going to say I'm very grateful that I'm on your show, on your pet podcast thank you and also if you don't mind can i give my email out oh yeah um, and that was my next question where can the audience get in touch with you give me all your your plugs yep yeah i just want to be able to help people yes leslie l-e-s-l-i-e-j hadley h-a-d-l-e-y at gmail.com and is there anywhere else they can get in touch with you or facebook Um, or yeah, they can message me on Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. Okay. That's yeah. so cool. Of course. So thank you so, so very much. For thank you so much. Yes, for joining me today. And I look forward to more girl girl sharing with you because I loved yeah. our little get-together the other night. Yes, I was going to say we need to have another <laughs> girl night. You have to come this way. all right right. you have a wonderful and blessed night you too love you too bye-bye my hope is that you as a listener will come away from this podcast with a tidbit of information that inspires you in some way towards a healthier you thank you for joining us today on it's a new dawn for you Our show today was directed and edited by the wonderful Sharon Alice Murray. Our theme song is called Dear I, written and performed by my own beautiful son, Angelo Michael, and available at bandcamp.com. And I'm your host, Lenora Calarusso, wishing you everlasting health and wellness. You can ask questions and find me on Instagram at It's a New Dawn for You, Mind, Body, Spirit, or Facebook at It's a New Dawn, or you can check out my website at itsanewdawnnewjersey.com. Remember, there is always a chance to start anew. Your thoughts and actions do shape your reality, and you are the captain of your ship. Peace out. Hashtag spread kindness. up your life to start anew you'll find out some things to be true like you are stronger than you once knew